Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. And literally, as we come on the air, there is breaking news about Donald Trump and one of his court cases. The United States Supreme Court just in the last 10 minutes announced that they have agreed to decide whether Donald Trump may claim immunity in special counsel Jack Smith's election subversion case. This will be adding yet another explosive appeal from the former president to the docket of the Supreme Court. Now, in the last hour, there have been two really big uh, court decisions dealing with Donald Trump. That's the one that just came in moments ago. The Supreme Court will hear the claim from Donald Trump that he is immune from prosecution during the Jack Smith uh, election subversion case. The other is uh, Donald Trump uh, had, so so you'll recall that Donald Trump is on the hook for $464 million in the civil case in New York City, the civil fraud trial uh, that, that he was seemingly railroaded in this case. Uh, there were no real victims in this case. The bank said they were happy to do business with Donald Trump again. Uh, and And yet a politically targeted uh, DA and judge and prosecutor, they've all gone after Donald Trump in New York City. And so Donald Trump has been ordered to pay $464 million. Under sworn deposition, Donald Trump, under oath, said that he had $400 million in liquid assets. That would be cash. That he would be able to satisfy a civil judgment in that amount. Now, it's not known if Donald Trump was lying under oath when he said that in a civil deposition or if what he is doing now is simply part of a negotiation process. Donald Trump is nothing if not a negotiator, the art of the deal, if you will. But Donald Trump is supposed to pay $464 million. He had offered a, a lowball, if you will, $100 million bail. Well, the judge in New York, the same judge, rejected that offer and says that Donald Trump has to pay the full $464 million before he's allowed to file an appeal. So he's not allowed to to file an appeal until he satisfies the judgment. So at the end of the day, Donald Trump may not actually owe that money if he's able to successfully appeal the case. But before he's allowed to appeal the case, he has to satisfy the judgment of $464 million. Instead of giving, giving the $464 million, he offered a million. The judge said, no deal. Well, that's a different game show, isn't it? Deal or no deal. The judge said, no deal. You owe the full $464 million. Now, there is a clock ticking on this. Donald Trump has three weeks three weeks to settle that verdict, to, to settle that uh, judgment. He's got three weeks to come up with $464 million. I don't know about you, but I couldn't come up with $464 in the next three weeks. <laughs> of course, we don't deal in terms, most of us. All right, fine, all of us. None of us deal in sums of money as large as Donald Trump does. I, I can't even imagine having to come up with $464 million. You know, it was, uh, and what are the two financial magazines? There's Forbes and is it Bloomberg is the other one? They'd always come up with the, the oh, it's Fortune. It's Fortune and Forbes, the two Fs. Uh, they, they come up with, you know, how much someone is worth. And it was, I believe Forbes recently said that Donald Trump is worth $4 billion. The other The other one, Fortune, or it's, other way around, it's irrelevant. Again, this is one of those facts, irrelevant. So don't don't bother correcting I me. Mean, correct me if you want, but it's that's not the point of the story. One had his had his value at two point five billion. The other had it at four billion. Now, that doesn't mean liquid assets. That doesn't mean you've got that much cash in the bank. On paper, I'm worth uh, slightly more. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't own a house. I do not own a house. So on paper, I'm really worthless. And in real life, I know a lot of people that would similarly argue that I am worthless in real life. So, uh, but, you know, most people who have value to their name, 
they don't have it in cash. I mean, you don't leave it sitting in the bank. All right, so I've got I've got money in retirement accounts. I've got money in uh, in Wall Street. I've got money in cryptocurrency. So I guess on paper I am I am worth uh, a, a, a bit more than I am in real life. But you know, most Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Donald Trump doesn't draw a paycheck like most of us do. So it's going to be interesting to see what he has to do to satisfy that four hundred and sixty-four million dollar judgment. Uh, and and some are saying he might have to sell some of his properties. Well, he's going to have to sell them fast. He's going to have to come up with the money fast. Yeah, he admitted as much to Fortune magazine that he'd have to sell properties to pay off that. Yeah, and and he's got to. He's, I don't know about you, but if you if you've ever bought a house before, uh, it, it, they don't close quickly. <laughs> and a a a New York City skyscraper that that's not going to close. They're not going to be able to work out a deal and close that in the next three weeks. So I don't know how the president is going to is going to deal with that, but it is going to be certainly interesting to see. Uh, if you've got thoughts on that, you're welcome to join us at 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic and the WDB app. In additional breaking news, I forgot to eat my second lunch today. I am really hungry. So can we get through the show quickly today? Because I really need to eat. And I have a a hard and fast policy that I do not eat while I'm on the air. I cannot eat while I'm on the air uh, because it just messes up my voice and throat and everything else like that. But we had uh, free uh, burgers delivered to the radio station today. And I thought they were from Steak and Shake. And Laurel, you're telling me that they're not Steak and Shake burgers? No, they're my favorite burgers in the whole world, Shake Shack, and it was so good. And you're telling me that Shake Shack is a different place than Steak and Shake. Uh, it most certainly is. All right. And my my recollection is that Steak and Shake has the tiny little French fries, the skinny, they're almost like, uh, what do you call those little fries that you can get in a can at the grocery store? Oh, I don't know about that. I know they call them shoestring French fries. That's it. Though. That's it. Shoestring. Yes, shoestring. Right. I don't like shoestring fries. I need a bigger fry than that. That's the, those are the, 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 you. You can't just have one. So you got to eat like four or five at a time. Then You're you a dip. steak fry man. Yeah, I'd rather have the bigger like the wedge fries or you know even McDonald's size fries. So Laurel, you're still eating the fries from lunch today. Yeah, I ate that burger really fast and it was delicious. So, but then I had some other stuff to do. So I'm still eating these French fries and they're cold, but they're still good. So, you know, no <laughs> and, complaints. And you don't have any problem eating while you're on the air? No, I don't. Yeah, I do. I, in fact, I won't eat if it's 30 minutes before the show. I, I, I won't eat at all. In fact, it was about 4.30. I'm like, God, I really need to eat. And I'm like, eh, it's too late. So uh, if you could hustle up your part of the show, that would be appreciated so we could get through this quicker because I really need to eat. Uh, very, very hungry. So let's get this thing. <laughs> let's get, so 7 o'clock gets here faster so I can throw something in the microwave and, and get some sort of food. All right. According to the clock on the wall, it's well past time for the presidential pinger. We have lowjacked each of the presidential candidates and we're tracking them as they campaign across the United States for president. We are now six days away from Super Tuesday. Man, it's all it's all said and done. It's all over but the shouting, as they say, already, but by Super Tuesday in six days. Uh, if Nikki Haley's going to get out, uh, it would be six days from today or seven. 20 days away from Florida's primary, March 19th. We're 10 days away from when our early voting begins. Y'all, it's almost in the single digits. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel here with, with when it comes to our early voting in Florida. 251 days away from the general election with nearly all of the expected vote in. Donald Trump wins the uh, the Michigan primary, Republican primary, just shy of 70% of the Republican vote in Michigan, improving his share from Saturday's South Carolina primary, but again, proving that a sizable chunk of the GOP isn't ready to stand aside just yet. CNN, CNN called it for Donald Trump literally, literally one minute after the polls closed. CNN is uh, projecting now uh, that Donald Trump will win the Michigan Republican presidential primary. This will be his fifth straight major victory of the primary season and another loss for Nikki Haley as she persists in her fight against Trump despite his growing advantage in the all-important hunt for delegates, which is, of course, what is needed to win the GOP presidential nomination. Again, CNN projecting Donald Trump will win the Republican primary in Michigan, teeing up a blockbuster Super Tuesday contest next week. CNN can all... Meanwhile, President Joe Biden took over 80% of the Democratic vote. More than 100,000 Michigan voters, about 13%, voted uncommitted 
amid a protest campaign centered on Biden's handling of the war in Gaza. President Biden today had an unannounced, a previously unannounced trip to the hospital to Walter Reed National Medical Center for his annual physical. Uh, He was there for about two and a half hours, the oldest president in U.S. history. Biden would be 86 by the end of a second term, should he win one after his exam uh, performed in last year, February 2023. Doctors declared Biden was healthy, vigorous, and fit to handle the White House duties. Uh, We're told that there will be a longer report on his physical issued later in the day today. A super PAC in other news, a super PAC supporting RFK Jr. says it has gathered enough ballot signatures to put him on a ballot in Arizona and Georgia. Our vice president, Kamala Harris, made this curious announcement today that the Biden administration is going to pay college students in an attempt to, quote, activate them. Take a listen. We have been doing work to promote voter participation for students and For example, we have, um, under the Federal Work Study Program, now allows students to get paid through Federal Work Study to register people um, and to be nonpartisan poll workers. As we know, this is important for a number of reasons. One, to engage our young leaders in this process and and activate them in terms of their ability to, to strengthen our communities. You say nonpartisan, but I'm feeling like if you're talking to college students, you are most certainly dealing in partisan politics. As we all know, if you're not a a liberal under the age of 30, you have no heart. If you're not a conservative over the age of 40, you have no brain. Uh, That's often attributed to Winston Churchill. I'm not uh, sure exactly who said it, but it does certainly seem to ring true. We know that a lot of the the youth are uh, leaning to the left. Lastly, here on our president Pinger, the late night quote unquote comics from last night. Today was a primary election day in Michigan, even though we already know who's going to win the primary in Michigan. This primary election cycle has all the suspense of an episode of Blues Clues. You just don't know. <laughs> President Biden told reporters yesterday that he's optimistic about a ceasefire in Gaza by next week. And this was awkward while I was eating ice cream. <laughs> How about a minute to put down my cone, dude? This is like when Obama announced we got bin Laden just as someone put out the pie. Well, speaking of Texas on Thursday, President Biden and former President Trump are both making separate visits to the southern border. Yeah. If you think these two guys are confused now, wait till they spend a few hours in 100 degree heat. They're like... <laughs> these trips are very helpful, though. Biden visited the border a year ago, and ever since then, things have been great. Yeah, Biden and Trump are visiting the border on the same day. It'll be pretty interesting. And apparently they're already making a movie about it. What? Watch this, yeah. What happens when two enemies wind up on the same trip at the same time and end up falling for each other? Find out in this summer's big rom-com, Joe Biden and Donald Trump in Borderline Attraction. It's interesting. I love love rom-coms. I'd love to watch that. She was voted out last month after Trump made it clear he wanted her gone, but she refused to accept the results of the election voting. Gee, I wonder where she got that idea. (laughs) When I left you, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. They say this is the biggest mess in Michigan since Eminem vomited up his mom's spaghetti. But... Former President Trump is reportedly working to build up his campaign fundraising operation. Yeah, I bet. Pretty soon he's going to start selling official Mar-a-Lago copper wiring. <laughs> Being a Trump donor now must be such a bummer. It's like having a 16-year-old dog. He's costing you a fortune. He doesn't really do anything. And it seems like he hates being alive. Oh, it is the Joe Kelly presidential Whoa, pinger. Stay with us. Coming up next, all the stories that you missed while you were at work today. Then we're going to have an update on that missing 13-year-old girl in Orange County. We'll have the latest for you coming up just after 5.30. Stay with us here on The Joe Kelly Show. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk.
Welcome to the Joe Kelly Show here on WDBO. And uh, we've got the headlines that you missed while you're at work today. From your office to ours, we're breaking down today's big stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. Well, this has got to be a first. Marianne Williamson, who is running for the Democratic Party nomination for president, she had suspended her campaign. Well, today she unsuspended her Democratic presidential campaign, citing Biden's vulnerability in a potential matchup against Trump. Yes, I'm sure that if Biden doesn't win, Marianne Williamson, you'll be the Democratic ticket. Mm. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden testifies he never involved his father in his business, accusing House GOP of building an impeachment effort on lies. The New York City judge who oversaw the former president's civil fraud trial got an envelope in the mail containing a white powdery substance Wednesday, today, prompting an emergency response from police and fire officials. Mitch McConnell, the longest-serving Senate leader in American history, will step down from that position in November, not a moment too soon. Donald Trump today asks a New York appeals court to accept a $100 million bond as he sought a pause in the $464 million penalty in a civil fraud trial. Uh, Officials in Idaho halt an execution of a death row inmate. This dude has been on death row since the early 1970s. He has killed at least five different people, including a couple in prison. But they were not able to get an IV in either his arms or his legs. They couldn't get an IV in the guy, and the death warrant had expired, so they had to suspend or halt his execution today. Back to death row he goes. Uh, Richard Lewis, the 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 uh, dark-minded comic uh, that always talks about his neurosis, uh, will not be down for breakfast. Richard Lewis is dead at the age of 76. His publicist says he died of a heart attack. Uh, and a follow-up to the story I just shared with you, Donald Trump must come up with the full bond amount to cover the $464 million verdict in that civil fraud trial. Uh, that, according to an appellate court judge... Uh, And I just shared with you a few minutes ago, the Supreme Court will review Donald Trump's immunity claims for actions taken while in office, further delaying the former president's D.C. trial on charges of conspiring to overturn the 2020 election. Um, The trial, we're told, is going to be set for April. And as we were just discussing in our chat group on the WDBO Facebook page, uh, most of the elections are going to be over by April. I mean, most of our our presidential elections are going to be done by then. And I don't know that that's going to necessarily affect how people were going to vote anyway. Uh, and certainly it doesn't seem to have, if you look at the polls. But it does make one wonder um, if, if, you know, it's too late to have that anyway. If, that's, if that is ultimately someone's goal is to have those cases against him so that he can't run for 2024, it doesn't seem to be working out that way. All right, coming up next here on The Joe Kelly Show, there is a 13-year-old girl in Orange County that has been missing since Monday. And I know you're thinking, well, it's only, uh, it's only Wednesday. It's only been, you know, two and a half, three days. Yeah, but this is a, it's kind of a weird thing. And the sheriff of Orange County gave an update today. You'll hear it in his own words. Coming up next. Stay with us here on The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center. Auto accident? Choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. Breaking news to lively debates covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's news and talk. WDBO. We have some breaking news here for you just in a moment ago. House and Senate leaders reach a bipartisan deal to avert a partial government shutdown ahead of Friday's looming deadline. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard Eric Erickson today, but he is uh, uh, he is the um, uh, the escort, if you will, the chaperone for a bunch of eighth and was it eighth graders and ninth graders or eight and nine year olds? I don't I don't remember which it was. Uh, I just remember the numbers eight and nine were said. But I think it was like ninth graders. Ninth graders, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's chaperoning a group of them to D.C. this Friday, and he was like, oh, please don't let the government shut down before I take these kids. So uh, he, he will certainly, Eric will be glad to know that that is not, uh, it appears that the shutdown has been averted uh, again. This, you know, this, this is as predictable as anything else in Washington, D.C. By the way, if you're seeing a lot of smoke 
in the air, and, and we've got a lot of people who are reporting, hey, what's the smoke? What's burning? Uh, that is, there are a number of prescribed burns that are taking place right now. Some of them are in Lake County. Some of them are in Seminole County. Some of them are in far eastern Orange County. Uh, they This is the time of year that we do these prescribed burns. Today is unusually warm, sunny, and windy. So I don't know that today would have been the best day to do prescribed burns. Uh, typically, cooler days, cloudy days would be ideal. But when it's really windy like this, it tends to burn uh, faster and moves the fire along uh, more quickly. Uh, but if you're seeing smoke, uh, let not your heart be troubled, as the Bible says. Hannity says it as well. Uh, but it is it is a prescribed burn that helps with the long-term efforts when it comes to forest fires and the like. Uh, we got a breaking news alert earlier today, about an hour ago, hour and a half ago. That John Mina was giving, our uh, Orange County Sheriff John Mina was giving an update on the missing 13 year old girl from Orange County. And I'll tell you, my heart sank, absolutely sank, when I heard that Sheriff Mina was holding a, a news conference. My heart just sank. It's like, oh, please don't. God, please don't announce that this girl's been found dead. Um, I, I will give you the spoiler alert here because I'm going to play part of what Mina had to say. She's not been found at all. So there is still hope for the family that this girl is going to be found. Uh, Orange County Sheriff John Mina addressing the media about about 90 minutes ago. Uh, Madeline left her phone at home that day. So we were called uh, on Monday evening at approximately 8 p.m. Our patrol deputies went out there, met with Madeline's mom at the school um, near Hunters Creek uh, to take a report on, on her missing daughter. So... Uh, we started the investigation uh, that night, uh, started canvassing the area, looking for any witnesses uh, or surveillance video. So later that evening, uh, while we were doing investigation, we did obtain um, an article of Madeline from the house. We called our bloodhound. The bloodhound did uh, an extensive search, which unfortunately did not provide any results about her whereabouts. So our missing persons uh, detectives responded to take over the investigation. So they did uh, interviews with mom, mom's boyfriend, Madeline's friends uh, from school. Uh, We were able to access Madeline's phone and there is information on the phone uh, that indicated that she told people when she turned 13, which was on February 22nd, she actually wanted to go live in the woods. Uh, So that was in her phone and So during the course of the day on Tuesday, uh, detectives and deputies conducted extensive interviews, uh, uh, an extensive canvas. We collected video from the area uh, and, again, conducted interviews with family members. So on yesterday, we distributed flyers uh, in the area near the school. Uh, As a matter of fact, Madeline's family had their own flyers. We're also distributing flyers uh, to family and friends and students at the school at the same time. Uh, So the house is in Kissimmee, where the family lives, uh, is being held overnight uh, by the Orange County Sheriff's Office and the Kissimmee Police so that we could secure search warrants. Uh, This is common practice in cases like this, and those search warrants should be executed today. uh, On Wednesday this morning, more than 50 members of our emergency response team uh, responded out there to the area near the school and conducted an area search for Madeline. And so we have a command post set up out there at at that area. We also have a command post set up here at the sheriff's office uh, for the investigative side of it. Uh, So, you know, our detectives are continuing to do interviews and follow up on all possible leads. Uh, One thing we do in all missing person cases, especially missing juveniles, our uh, sex offender surveillance squad uh, goes out and makes contact with every single sex offender in the area. Um, of Madeline's last location. And so, you know, I wish I had uh, some more definitive answers. We just want to keep getting Madeline's picture out there. Uh, We want people who uh, may know something about her disappearance uh, to call us. They can call us anonymously at 1-800-423-TIPS. They can also call uh, 911 if they think they know what happened to Madeline. And again, uh, you know, it's every parent's worst nightmare, uh, but rest assured that you know, we are doing everything possible. Uh, we have 
an extensive uh, section dedicated um, to working solely on find, finding out where Madeline is. So that is uh, Sheriff John Mina. Oh, Father, please let this girl be found safe and healthy and alive and soon. Uh, if you want to see a, a picture of what she looks like so you have an idea of who you're looking for, she's a, a 13-year-old white girl. Uh, that's really all. I have. She's got blue eyes, blonde hair. She's five feet one, weighs 110 pounds. Uh, but you can see her picture uh, in. And I, man, I, I got to tell you, it's my job to send people to the app. It's my job to get at traffic to the app. This is not one of those cases. And I wish there was a way that I could better describe what she looks like. I wish there was a way that I could just show you on the radio who you should be looking for, but there isn't. So I, I'm directing you to the app. Open up the WDBO app, and you'll find this story right at the top. So you can see the picture of this little girl. So that if you see her somewhere, see her anywhere, notify the police. Let them know uh, if you have any information about her disappearance. If you know anything at all about where she is uh, and, and what she's doing, please. If this was your daughter, if this was your granddaughter, oh, my gosh. If, uh, don't even, if this was mine, I, I would just be absolutely beside myself. And I know all the things you're thinking. You're thinking the same things that, I'm, that I've you know, been thinking. Of. What was the family situation like? Where's the dad? What's, you know, yeah, they, they're, they've, uh, Mina went through some Q&A with the media that was there and some of those questions were asked. And, you know, of course the police look at family first. That's why they've secured their, their house. That's why they've secured search warrants. Not because they are suspects, but because that's, that is part of the process. You rule out the family first, and then you, you kind of go from there. Uh, but they are, they're, they're doing both simultaneously. They can walk and chew gum at the same time. They're securing the house uh, while they get the search warrants for that, and they are conducting searches through the, through the wooded area. This, By the way, she disappeared in, in near Hunter's Park, which is, uh, what is it called, Hunter's Lake or Hunter's Village? Uh, but it's down a little bit north of Kissimmee. It's down near where the Tupperware facility is, uh, where Gatorland is. It's out in that neck of the woods near the 417 and South John Young Parkway. Uh, that's the park where she disappeared. So keep an eye out for this girl. And again, you can find her picture right now in the WDBO app. I'm Joe Kelly. It's 546. Coming up in a moment here, the Satanic Temple of Florida, which, by the way, I say Satanic Temple with lowercase S and T. I don't. I don't capitalize those letters. Uh, they are awaiting the passage of a new bill. They're they're all salivating, frothing at the mouth, if you will. Passage of a Florida chaplains bill that would allow Christian chaplains into Florida's public schools because the Satanic Temple wants to put them there as well. Their version of chaplains. So hang on, we're gonna unpack all that there is with that coming up next on the Joe Kelly Show. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. Hey, Joe, that's Hunter's Creek. The little girl is missing in Hunter's Creek, uh, South Orlando, in the Meadowwoods area. Um, that's actually my area, and uh, Jesus, it's sad. Yeah, Hunter's Creek, thank you, you're right. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting how we all live in our own little microcosms of Central Florida, and, you know, you know your neighborhoods really, really well, but uh, when it gets outside of your neighborhood, it, uh, sometimes you're not quite as familiar with that particular area. Hey, Joe, yeah, actually, yesterday I was in Hunter's Creek, and I did see um, the poster that the family posted all around the Hunter's Creek area, and they did put in there that she has distinct moles on her face so she has one um on the picture it looked like she had one um on her cheeks next to her nose and i believe another one um by her chin so you know that helps in the description yeah and and i you know i noticed the i noticed the moles on her face and i and and i i don't even like to say this because i feel like i'm piling on but i but if it helps with the description i thought she had has um, a, a wide mouth. 
She's she's got a large mouth for her face, and her face is kind of pear shaped, so it's kind of wide at the bottom and skinnier at the top. Obviously, you guys know what a pear is. I didn't need to, I, I over described that, didn't I? Um, so yeah, but if you want to see her picture, it is in the WDBO app. You can see it at WDBO.com. You can see it on uh, on any radio or TV station in all of Orlando. You'll be able to see her picture, and hopefully, again, she'll be found. Uh, we have another question. Hey, Joe. Any idea where all the smoke is coming from in Sodo, in the Conway area? Looks yes. pretty bad. Yeah, I can tell you that the smoke is coming from a fire. It's coming from a fire. Oh, where? Oh, uh, yeah, There's there, there, it's all controlled burns. And which, by the way, we're supposed to have a bit of a change in the forecast coming up. Uh, and things are going to cool off a little bit. I would not be terribly surprised uh, if tomorrow morning we have some driving issues with regards to smoke and fog. Uh, because as the as the weather changes, the the smoke will kind of sink down, and this always happens out in East Orange County towards the Christmas area, and uh, and we have some driving problems. But just be mindful that that, that could be the case tomorrow. You want to make sure you tune in to Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez coming up tomorrow morning to make sure uh, that you check the latest in our traffic updates. I think I saw where it said that um, he's the interest on the $464 million for Donald Trump is $110,000 a day. So if he puts up the $464 million and appeals and wins, is this judge going to pay him back his $464 million plus $110,000 a day in interest for the money they kept? while he was peeling? You know, that's a great question. I would be, uh, first, the answer is uh, most certainly not. Uh, No, I doubt that's going to happen at all. But I I do believe since this is a civil case, a civil fraud trial, I I would think that Donald Trump would be able to then counter sue or sue the state or sue the city, I should say, uh, for any interest lost on that money. So is there a way for him to get it? Mm, There might be. Uh, is he going to get it automatically? I'm quite certain that that will not be the case. So in the Florida state legislature, there is a bill that's making its way through the state legislature. The House has already approved it. The Senate version got through its final committee earlier this week, and it's setting it up for a final vote in, in the Senate. Um, and this bill would allow for chaplains. It's geared at helping address students' mental health needs. It authorizes school districts and charter schools to adopt a policy to provide support, services, and programs to students through the use of Christian chaplains. Well, as you might imagine, for those of us who are Christians, you know, we're not as as troubled by that. But for those of us who are uh, champions of the First Amendment, that's going to be problematic. The Satanic Temple says... They can't wait. They're excited. They are absolutely. They, they uh, wrote in an email, any opportunity that exists for ministers or chaplains in the public sector must not discriminate based upon religious affiliation. Our ministers, the Satanic Temple writes, our ministers look forward to participating in opportunities to do good in the community, including the opportunities created by this bill right along the clergy of other religions. So say what you want about the Satanic Temple. I I regret that they're right. I regret that I agree. Oh, I regret that I agree with the Satanic Temple. You can't carve out legislation just for Christianity. Can't do it. 844-580-WDBO or hit me up in the open mic and the WDBO app will unpack more of that. Coming up just after 6 o'clock, stay with us here on the Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. In Bithlow, there's a wreck going on. On East Colonial Drive, heading eastbound. Before Chuliota Road, the left lane is blocked from a crash. There's a wreck on the 429, heading southbound at 192 that has two left lanes blocked. And on I-4 eastbound at the John Young Parkway exit, there's a crash. From the WDBO Traffic Center, I'm Beverly Bentley Steele. From the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center. Auto accident? Choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. 
talk and discussion on the latest breaking national news. Crude oil prices continue to fall. Local news. You're not going to have Disney have its own government in Central Florida. And stories that matter to you. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let your voice be heard on the Joe Kelly Show. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, as Karen said... Uh, in the WDBO chat group, which is on the WDBO Facebook page, the 13-year-old girl that is missing, Madeline Soto, um, she has she has Julia Roberts' mouth. She's got kind of a wide mouth and a couple of distinctive moles. A, a, a little little white girl, 13 years old, five foot one, 110 pounds. And if you want to see her image, uh, you can see it right now in the WDBO app. On the topic of missing children, the Scripps News Service has done an investigation and they have found thousands not dozens not hundreds thousands of illegal migrant children have disappeared from their u.s sponsor homes triggering police investigations nationwide migrant runaways Children who came across the southern border alone were placed by the U.S. government with an adult sponsor and then vanished. Kids like 15-year-old Yenny, who was last spotted with a black backpack getting into a white pickup truck. No one will say where she went. Selena was just 16 when she ran away from her sponsor's home weeks ago. Cesar, also 16, left his uncle's home one day and never returned. Each of these children disappeared from the small town of Culpeper, Virginia, about a two-hour drive from Washington, D.C. This is all my missing kids right here. These files are pretty thick. It's Culpeper police detective Norma McGuckin's job to try to find them. And she says her cases all seem to unfold the same way. The sponsor will take him in or her and then within 30 days tops, a couple days sometimes. And then the child just picks up and leaves. You called this a crisis. We have 21 missing still. On That's a, a crisis. On a small town, yeah. very small town. Every chance she gets, McGuckin drives through these neighborhood streets looking for any sign of the missing kids. Pretty much all these neighborhoods, you can point to a house where yes. an unaccompanied minor has run away. Yes, on this side back here. Well, that sure is sus, as the as the kids say, isn't it? I mean, that is that is very suspicious. That is to to say that there are thousands of illegal immigrant children that are missing, that that are that are lost inside the United States right now. Uh, man, you know, with with the human trafficking problem that we have uh, in the U.S., particularly in Orlando. I don't know to what extent you're aware that Orlando is. America's epicenter of human trafficking problems uh, because of uh, there are so many children here, because there are so many uh, kids that come to the theme parks, uh, because so many people, strangers, come in and out of our community day in and day out. Uh, We have a major human trafficking problem here in the Orlando area and across the United States. And it is tragic to think that some of these missing migrant children are in some way uh, involved in a, in a they're victims of trafficking. Either way, um, it's uh, you know I don't know I honestly don't know how Joe Biden can sleep at night. I, I, of course, I know how he can because he has no idea what's going on. I don't care that he spent two and a half hours at the doctors today. They're only going to tell us what you think. They're going to tell us. They're only going to tell us what people want to hear about, you know, that the left wants to hear about Joe Biden. Oh, he's fit, perfectly fit. No, he's not. You you know, you don't have to hate Joe Biden to recognize that he is unfit, for heaven's sake. Um, By the way, if I was Donald Trump, which I'm not, but if I was Donald Trump, I would take this audio that I'm about to share with you from 1995. I know some of you weren't even around in 1995. I, I I vaguely recall ninety five. <laughs> I'm 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 old enough to remember ninety five. I remember nineteen ninety five. Bill Clinton was president, and standing in the well of the U.S. House and the Congress, he delivered his State of the Union address. And in nineteen ninety five, Bill Clinton was most decidedly against illegal immigration. Liberal Bill Clinton. Take a listen. If I was if I was Donald Trump, I would take this tape of Bill Clinton 
and I would make it into a campaign advertisement. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. Boy, that was, you know, that was back when the United States was a little bit more united. Uh, we are not united at all these days. We are terribly divided. We are the divided uh, states of America. We are not the United States of America. And how, wasn't that just refreshing to hear liberal Democrat Bill Clinton talking about things that are relevant to this day? And, and if they were talking about how bad it was in 95, I was around in 95. It was not as bad in 95 as it is today. The illegal immigrant crisis is infinitely worse today than it was in 1995. Where are the Democrats like Bill Clinton? Well, <laughs> we know where Bill Clinton is these days. Uh, where, where are the, the Democrats of old that used to sound reasonable and now they just sound incoherent? Joe Biden, at least. Uh, by the way, speaking about missing kids, uh, the 13-year-old Madeline Soto that is missing here in Orange County is not the only child that has been missing in Florida, as you might imagine. In fact, they're, they're uh, on the other side of the state over in the Tampa area. A little five-year-old girl vanished, a little five-year-old with autism, which, of course, complicates matters. So you're dealing with a special needs child, but a five-year-old girl disappeared. She vanished from her family and ended up in a Florida swamp, which doesn't matter which side of the state you're on. It's not hard to find a Florida swamp. If you've ever flown over, we're mostly swamp with a little bit of land in between. But you'll be glad to know that they found this little girl today and they were able to find her using thermal imaging from a helicopter. They're able to fly over the swamp and with thermal imaging that looks for heat signatures, they they saw the little girl's you know body. They 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 her body was detected on the heat signature, and they were able to get down and rescue her. And she is safe, and she is back with her family now. So that is great news uh, from uh, Hillsborough County on the Tampa side of the state of Florida. Uh, all right. So as I mentioned in the last hour, the Satanic Temple is excited about a pending bill in the state legislature. It's unclear if Governor DeSantis is going to sign this, but there is a bill. That is gonna that is gonna roll out legislation that would allow for chaplains to meet with students in school. It would it, it's geared at helping address students' mental health needs and authorizes school districts and charter schools to adopt a policy to provide support, comma services and programs to students. And while I I don't even like saying the words satanic temple and please know that i say him with a lowercase s and a lowercase t um i have to agree with a satanic temple on this and that might come as a surprise to you knowing that i i walk with jesus he doesn't walk with me i i walk with him i follow him um and anybody who joins me in that walk should not be feel threatened by this but our, our First Amendment quite clearly says that we will establish no religion. Congress makes no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise. And even though the state legislature is not Congress, the Supreme Court has ruled that any government body is Congress. 
So for the Florida State Legislature, for all intents and purposes, they then are Congress. And Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. So you can't just say Christian chaplains. You'd have to be able to allow uh, Jewish rabbis. You'd have to be able to allow religious leaders that are Muslim, that are Sikh, that are uh, any any other variety of dozens of religions, including, regrettably, the Satanic Temple. To do that, just because of the of the First Amendment, you the First Amendment's really clear about this. Eight four four five eight zero WDBO, or use the open mic in the WDBO app. Hey Joe, uh, in the military, on our dog tags, we had our uh, religious preference. I think uh, parents, when they register the kids for school, they should list their religious preference, and that's the chaplain that they are assigned to. And I think that's the best way to solve uh, that problem. You know, you actually are pretty, first of all, thank you for your service. Secondly, you are pretty insightful. You're kind of prophetic there uh, because this bill requires parental consent before a student meets with a chaplain and says that the chaplains must undergo background checks first, as with anybody who deals with children in the state of Florida. It also mandates that the district has to publish a list of the chaplains on their website and for school principals to inform parents about them. So while we don't have our kids wear dog tags, uh, thankfully, uh, they they will have to get parental consent before a student is allowed to meet with a chaplain. And uh, hopefully, I, I know you know different strokes, but hopefully, uh, none or not many parents will approve of their children meeting with satanic clergy. It sounds like an oxymoron, satanic clergy, uh, but the Satans evidently claim that they have clergy. 844-580-WDBO, it's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. We'll get your thoughts on this when we continue straight ahead here on the Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. Joe, earlier you were asking, where did the clear-minded Democrats go? Well, the Blue Dog Democrats went the way of the moderate Republicans. They were voted out of existence by their own party. So now all we have left is the extremes on either side. So, literally, we did it to ourselves. Richard Sinclair. Thank you, Richard. You know, they what do they say? You, you, you get the government you deserve. And that is precisely the case. And I wholeheartedly agree with you. I, I think there's a good argument to be made that the the the, the common sense people in the middle, the people that would compromise on issues, uh, just don't exist anymore on on either side. And here's a case in point um, about how polarized we are as a nation. A third of young voters say that they wouldn't want to be friends with someone who voted for a different presidential candidate. A third wouldn't would say they would definitely not or probably not. Be open to being friends with someone who voted for the opposing party's presidential nominee. I, I, I just, we are so myopic. I, I cannot get over how myopic we are. Well, I, you know, I, I don't identify that way. First of all, I don't, I don't enter into a relationship with someone, you know, with a friend and, and say, okay, hey, first, I need to know who you voted for in the last election. Who the hell does that? Do you guys know what you're missing out on by by excluding friends based just on who they're going to vote for for president? Do, 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 do you really live a life? And if this doesn't apply to you, don't take offense to it. If it applies to you, the question's to you. Do you really live a life where you can't make friends with someone because they vote differently than you? A... I don't have the slightest idea how most of my friends vote. Because I don't ask them. We don't talk about it. It's not part of my identity. It's not part of their identity. Honestly, if, if I were to exclude friends, my, I mean, most of the closest friends that I have are Christians. 
But I also have friends who are Muslims. I have friends who are agnostic. I have friends who are atheist. Not a lot. I mean, most of my friendships are based upon our mutual Christianity. Most of my, my closest friends. But I've, I've got a lot of friends who are indifferent about religion. And you know, they're, they're, they may not have the same destination at the end of life you know, that, that, that I contemplate, but it doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't mean I'm not going to like them. I'm not going to be friends with them. I have a very, very dear friend who is radically liberal. I mean, insanely liberal. And I absolutely adore her. And, and the, the same study, by the way, finds that uh, some 43% of U.S. adults predict a civil war is going to erupt in the next decade. 43% think we're going to have a civil war. Remember when we talked that one night about civil war and people were like, why are you talking about civil war? Because if evidently people think there's going to be a civil war. Because we are the divided states of America. We're not united anymore. And honestly, I, I, I prefer to be optimistic. I, 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 I don't want to be pessimistic that we're going to have a civil war. But let, let me just go on record as saying I won't be surprised. And honestly, with the outcome of the 2024 election, if it doesn't go Trump's way, if it doesn't go Biden's way, honestly, if it doesn't go Trump's way, because let's be honest, we know who has the guns and who doesn't have the guns. We have the guns. <laughs> in, case, in case you're confused by that, we have the guns. I have the guns. But it, it's just, it's, it's remarkable to me that people draw a line in the sand to rule out people based upon not even political ideology necessarily, but who they voted for. Because there, you can be a conservative, you could even be a Republican and say, you know what, Trump is just not my cup of tea. I'm just not going to vote for Trump. You can be a liberal and a Democrat and say, you know what, Joe Biden is too old. There's no way I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. He's bad now. He'll be worse by the time he turns 86. 844-580-WDBO. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. I'll just, I can only tell you from my point of view. I don't care what your political affiliation is and I don't care who you vote for. I guarantee you that there is something about you that I could find in you that I like and would want to be friends with. We have so much more in common as Americans, as humans, as sentient beings, we have so much more in common than we do not. And I would challenge you that that sh should be everybody's mindset. 844-580-WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. This is WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's news and talk, WDBO. By the way, for those in our chat group, our video chat group on the WDBO Facebook page, uh, it crashed on us twice tonight. Uh, and the third time is not a charm, so uh, hopefully we'll have that uh, up and running and being uh, being better by tomorrow. By the way, the the Dune sequel comes out the day after tomorrow, so it comes out Thursday into Friday. Are you guys down for Dune, the the Dune sequel? I I got to say I didn't see the first Dune in the theaters. I didn't get turned on to Dune until it was on Netflix, and now I am obsessed with that movie. It's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Uh, Dune. And I cannot wait for Dune 2. Yeah, Dune is absolutely fantastic. I'm very excited. Do people cosplay the, the Dune? All the time. Yeah. Oh, yes. 
My husband wanted to do uh, um, Oscar Isaac's character because he had big curly hair at one point and a yeah. big full beard. And he's like, I could do that character. It never happened. But yeah, everybody, there's so many big name stars easy. in it. and It'd be easy to cosplay that character. You just go naked. <laughs> That's true. Right. At one point, he is naked. At yes, one point, he true. is completely naked in that movie. <laughs> Uh, only a very, very, very large table uh, covers up his nakedness in, in that scene. Uh, are you down for it, Greg? So I just actually watched the first one yesterday. So uh, it's pretty fresh in my head, I, and I only got to see the first half of it. Oh. So I'm have to see the second half of it tonight when I go home. But oh uh, no, did you know that that guy dies? I, I don't. I, I honestly, I don't even know the names you're talking about. So that would yeah, <laughs> hang on. Oh, what was his name? Uh, yeah, I got nothing now. Petrades. Petrades. Atreides. Um, Atreides. Atreides. Paul yeah. Atreides. Atreides. Okay. Paul Atreides is Timothy Chalamet's oh, right. character. Right. His name's, I don't know, something Atreides. Yeah, Cap- yeah. Captain Atreides or the, something The like dad that. Atreides. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so hang on. Spoiler alert, he dies. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I saw that part. I saw okay. that part. Okay. So, okay. Well, it was like right after that, I was like, I need to go to bed. And then Rebecca Ferguson, who I love, who plays Paul's mom, and I didn't realize, I thought she was the wife. She's a concubine. They actually call her concubine in the movie. Um... The actress, Rebecca Ferguson, she's phenomenal. She was in Mission Impossible. So she's a brilliant actress. I don't know if you've seen The Silo on Netflix. It's a series. She's wonderful in that. Uh, but she went on a podcast and she said that she and some A-list actor in one of her movies, uh, she got crossways with him and had a terrible and said, I would never do another film with him. Well, she's really kind of stepped in it because... Everybody's like, well, you work with Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. You work with Dwayne The Rock Johnson in this movie. You worked with uh, the guy that played uh, Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. And so she's had to come forward and say, no, it's not Tom Cruise. No, it's not Hugh Jackman. So she's having to say everybody who it's not, but she's eventually going to whittle it down to who it is. That she was saying was such a jerk that she would never work with again. Isn't it like the whole controversy controversy with uh, You're So Vain? Well, yeah, sure. Right. You're So Vain, the Carly Simon song yeah. of who is she actually writing that song about? Right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So everybody has been trying to guess for years of that one. Evidently, that one's been settled, though. It was uh, the guy from that movie. What's his name? Uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> I cannot think of his name. Uh, uh, not Robert Redford, the other guy. One of the old guys. Um, he was in that movie with the football and heaven, heaven can wait. Um, what's, who's the guy that starred in heaven can wait? Are you looking it up? Hey, Google, who starred in heaven can wait? Was it Warren Beatty? Yeah, it was Warren Beatty. Yeah. Hey, Google, stop. Yeah. Supposedly it's Warren Beatty. So anyhow, um, all right, so we're, we're talking about... Oh, by the way, I'm going to... I'll be at Lyman High School later tonight. As soon as I get off the air, I'm heading out to Lyman High School. Uh, my twin sons, Black and Decker, have a lacrosse game. Did you know that the kids uh, online abbreviate lacrosse LAX? That was very confusing for me because I thought they were going to Los Angeles, which is LAX. And then I thought they were using a laxative, which... <laughs> would be LAX, but uh, and, and certainly I, I can see how they get LAX from for lacrosse, la cross, yes. As but they have a lacrosse game tonight at Lyman. Uh, they're the away team. They don't go to Lyman, and so I'll be there. So if you're at if you're at Lyman High School for a lacrosse game later tonight, say hi. I'd love to say hi to you. Uh, I'll be there tonight. Mm, oh, and, and I ran into a woman at the bank this morning. I had to go get a document notarized. Uh, her name, oh heavens. Hang on. I'm so terrible about this. Uh, but I, I met a, just a lovely young lady at the bank today because I had to go get something notarized. I had to get something notarized for Facebook, which is weird. Uh, but anyhow, she said she listens. And I'm, I'm so sorry. She works at Regions Bank in uh, Hamlin. And she was great. So thank you. Um, we're, so we're talking about uh, a third of young voters say they wouldn't want to be friends with someone who voted for a different presidential candidate your take joe you have to think of it this way if you truly believe that the policies of the other side are ruining the country and you have kids and family that live here which we all do and their lives are being damaged by the mindlessness of the other side no matter which way you believe then you cannot in good conscience befriend someone that has helped put it there yeah i can i can because i don't i don't look i don't live in that world all right. I don't I don't live in the world where politics is life or death. I get 
I, I mean, I, I see it. I see it right in front of me just like y'all do. I get why some people do. But I, I, I live in a larger world than that. I live in a larger country than that. That I don't, I don't get caught up in reds and blues. I, I don't live or die for a political ideology. I don't live or die for a political candidate. I, I, I live in a much, much bigger realm than that. Joe, if we all acted the same, believed the same, and walked and talked and did the same, we'd sure live in a real, real boring world, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes this world what it is. We can all have differences of opinions and still get along. Well. Or at least we used to be able yeah. to. Yeah. Thank we, you. Thank you. We used to be able to, and I, I don't know that we can anymore, quite frankly. I mean, we, we live in our silos. We don't want to be exposed to uh, news and information from the other side. We don't want to be exposed to people uh, who are on the, the other side of a political aisle because we are so extreme now. I mean, we are we, we are so ensconced in our silos we are are on such radical fringes of our ideologies. There isn't a center anymore. There's not a middle class anymore. There's not a center anymore. I mean, we are the divided states of America, and it is it's heartbreaking to see it. And it it, it almost makes you me. It almost makes me recall fondly the the Cold War because at least during the Cold War. The United States was united against a common enemy. We had a common enemy during the Cold War. We didn't have time to argue with one another because we were busy worried about whether or not the Soviets were going to launch intercontinental ballistic missiles from Cuba. For what it's worth, I wasn't alive in that stage of the Cold War. I was alive for the latter half, the latter, latter days, the end of the Cold War. But, it, but, you know, but we were so united back then. Now we don't have a common enemy. Now we, 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 we fight amongst ourselves. And I think part of it comes down to what we talked about earlier on in the show where there's no more of the, the moderates. Everybody yeah. is so polarized on both sides that it's, it's just sad. And every election comes down to recounts. Every election is to the wire. Uh, I mean, we are quite literally divided in half uh, ideologically in the United States. And, you know, gone are the days of Ronald Reagan, who won 49 states, you know, just a, a, an absolute landslide of, of united Americans that, that shared the same vision. And now we are, uh, God, I don't even like saying that. We are the divided states of America, and it's terrible. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. Yes, Carly Simon. Uh, you can use the open mic. I was wondering what song this was. Um, you can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Do you know who sings background vocals on this song? I do not. Listen no. carefully. Let's listen to this. Tell me. You'll hear them in just a second. Turn that up. I want to hear it. Can you fast forward this? Because it's. Hang on. Maybe he sings it here. Hang on. Okay, we're listening to the backup vocals. Yeah, we got to get to the next hook. Get further into this. Is this in concert? Because it won't be that one. Okay, listen, yeah. Okay, hear it? Do you know who it is now? Is it Mick Jagger? It is Mick Jagger! Which led some people to think that Carly Simon was actually singing about Mick Jagger. But no, Mick Jagger. Isn't that cool? Yeah, wouldn't you love to have Mick Jagger do background vocals on your song? That is so cool. All right, we'll continue the Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Muns and Muns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Muns and Muns. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. 
From the jazz age to the information age, WDBO has been there. Join us in saluting a century of broadcasting excellence. Happy 100th WDBO, the soundtrack to Orlando's history. Hey, Joe, I knew the answer of that Warren Beatty was the reason behind your so vain, but I was today years old when I knew that Mick Jagger is doing the background vocals on it. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. That is so had a Black and Decker for me. Yeah, that is so cool when you get to learn something new like that, right? Hey, Joe. Huge fan of the show. Thank you. Um, I'm sure you've talked about this a bunch of times, but can you explain to us about your sons, your twin son's name, Black and Decker? <laughs> I think it's awesome. I just got to hear the backstory <laughs> behind it. So... Um, their mom and I, when when we knew, we found out we were having twins, we went through all these names that we wanted to name the kids, and we knew it was going to be two boys. And at one point, we liked the name Easton, and at one point, we liked the name Weston. And so, I, you know, we, we kind of joked about, well, we'll just name them Easton and Weston. I mean, we'd have twins, Easton and Weston. And, it, and then we just, you know, of course, that is just so ludicrous to name your kids Easton and Weston. Their their names are actually Brooks and Hudson. And I generally just kind of protect their privacy a little bit by referring to them as Black and Decker or Itchy and Scratchy. You get the idea. But thanks for asking. I appreciate that. I'm Joe Kelly. We'll see you back here on the radio tomorrow afternoon, 5 till 7 here on WDBO.